Hi there, Michael Zuber. Thanks for listening to the One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that the book One Rental at a Time is now available on Audible? Yes, to all my podcast listeners out there, One Rental at a Time is now available on Audible. Go check it out and please leave a five-star review. Have a great day. Good morning, everyone. How are you doing today? August uh, 18th, financial news. Uh, and first and foremost, uh, if we're going to do another Saturday session from 8 to 9 a.m. with your questions, uh, go ahead and start leaving them below. Uh, if I don't have a lot, we'll just take them real time. Uh, I'm trying to figure out what was, what was better, uh, right? Getting a list of questions up front, creating a list, answering them cold. Or like last week where I just started it at 8 a.m. and whoever joined, joined. And thus we were kind of left with just questions from people that were there live. Uh, one thing you get if you prepare them early is you get a full week contributing. Uh, but if you do it live, you only get questions from that group. Uh, so I'm torn. I don't know. Do you guys have a preference? Which one do you like? Uh, the live session's obviously more interactive. We can drill down when I'm when I misunderstand a question or I can go second and third level deeper, which is kind of fun. Uh, but I probably answer more questions when I do it prepared. So, um, you know, not sure what you guys like. This is, this is really for both of us. I do this cause I have fun. Uh, but let's be clear, right? I'm trying to help people move forward. So let me know what you think in comments below. Do it live, prepare ahead. Maybe I alternate. I don't know. But this is for both of us, so let me know. And also, we're marching towards 9,000 subscribers, so if you have yet to hit the subscription button, do me a favor and hit it, because we will be talking every day in these daily financial news. So uh, let me know what you think. So first and foremost, let's get this out of the way. The S&P 500 hit an intraday high, uh, just above 3,393, which was the high in March, March 23rd, I believe. It's pretty amazing uh, to think it's been roughly five months, just under five months. And, you know, we went down, what was it, roughly 34%, I think, and now we're up 50%. It's, I don't know that I've ever seen Main Street and Wall Street further apart. Uh, the other thing I'm seeing, as you'll see in these retail numbers, is whoever has the biggest balance sheet is going to survive this crisis. But then, I go back and think about what, what happens after. Uh, you know, I did an interview with uh, Greg Dickerson yesterday. You might want to check out calling it calling 2021 the year of the entrepreneur. I really think that's going to happen. You know, I think, yes, the next six months are going to be terrible. Yes, lots of mom and pop shops go out of business. But that office space, that retail space is not going away. The restaurants are not going away. So the next operator is going to get a deal. Maybe sign a 10-year lease for half price. Uh, maybe get to buy supplies and equipment for half price. Maybe be able to operate or be creative. And just, I mean, who can reimagine restaurants, right? Make them more entertaining. I don't know. I just think, uh, I think we have to be hopeful. Uh, and that's one thing that uh, I'm, I'm at least staying up with the... Um, conventions highlights uh, just because I want I'm going to be voting for hope this year um, up and down the ticket hope um, I don't want hate I don't want uh, 
name calling. I want to understand how the next four, eight, ten years are going to be better for everyone, not just uh, one segment of an economy. So that's what I'm looking for. Day one, uh, I didn't see anything in day one that was interesting, uh, at least in the Democratic side yet. Uh, but we'll see. It's it's going to be fun to watch. Uh, I did see that first-time homebuyers FHA is having a little bit of an issue. Uh, it spiked to uh, delinquency rates of 16%, uh, up from 9.7. This is worrisome, not out of control yet, uh, because, again, some segment of that will cure itself. I'll probably do a video I don't know if it's today or tomorrow, kind of explaining why I'm not concerned about this, because on paper, 16% should be concerning. Uh, so at least um, I'll have to, I have to share why, why I think that is, because I think a lot of people will gravitate towards 16% FHA delinquencies and start screaming, crash, crash, crash. And while it's possible, I guess. I don't see the dominoes going that direction with everything else going on. So, you know, I think I should explain myself. Uh, just as expected, uh, I think when I talked about Microsoft and TikTok, what, three weeks ago, two weeks ago, I said, you know what, there's got to be a second player out there. Uh, looks like that second player is Oracle, a big player, right? We talked about Twitter, which was really too small. Uh, but Oracle, Oracle, I think Oracle gets the yes answer over Microsoft. Because when you break down Microsoft's business, they have a decent footprint in Asia and a real decent footprint in China. So you could see the chessboard in a couple of years where China kind of tries to bend or push Microsoft to overlook something. Not to say that they would, but you could certainly see they could. Um, and then you look at Oracle, who really doesn't have a, doesn't have a foothold in China um, so again, in, in, it would really be a different thing for Oracle. Oracle doesn't really have a consumer-facing platform. So it'd be interesting to see how they use it. Uh, my, gut, my gut tells me today um, that Oracle gets the yes answer over Microsoft. Um, yeah, but, you know, who knows? There could be a third player, but that's, that's what's going on in that. I really do think somebody will own uh, the U.S., Australia, New Zealand. I think there's another one. Uh, entity. It won't, it won't be ByteDance. ByteDance is going to have to sell. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, next up, uh, for the big box retailers, like I talked about, I think it was Monday. It might have been Sunday. They're going to come in and expect them to be good. I think these big box retailers, good numbers are actually what is wrong with the economy, frankly. So I kind of see it as good news, bad news. Basically, these big ones like Walmart, Home Depot, they have the balance sheet to absorb a you know a hundred million dollars in cleaning expenses for the quarter or whatever it is the little guys don't right the little guys can't afford the plexiglass and all those extra things to to make it feel safe so while walmart and home depot are crushing it the little retailers on the corner that service neighborhoods are done right at least again done this year and then reimagined next year so that will be interesting uh, but on the walmart front uh, e-commerce shot up 97%. That's big for Walmart. Walmart's always had an online presence. In fact, I've sold software to walmart.com, which is a separate entity at Walmart. I've been out to their operations. Massive operations. Jesus Christ. Sat in their little room where they put vendors. Talk about talk about trying to make you feel like an uh, outsider. Wow, it's crazy. 
but yes, uh, I've sold. So Walmart.com is no joke. To go up 97% a quarter is interesting. It'll be really interesting to see what Walmart does with Instacart to take on Amazon, right? Amazon's got some competition for home delivery. Uh, same store sales were up 9.3%, which is a huge beat. I can't imagine them doing that again. I mean, that's just like a once-in-a-lifetime beat or growth. Same store sales, 9.3% for Walmart, right? We're not talking some little local retailer here. And then they made $1.56 versus expectations of $1.25. It was the biggest surprise at Walmart in 31 years. 31 years. So there you go. Kohl's, uh, retailers struggling. Revenue fell 23%. Um, gross margin fell 33% from 38 uh, Their digital was up 58%. But Kohl's is in one of those positions that Amazon's going to eat their lunch. And... Um, you know, they really need a turnaround in the economy to survive, frankly. Uh, but yeah, Kohl's is hurting. Uh, Home Depot, as mentioned, Walmart and Home Depot crushed it. Home Depot sales were up 23%. Do it yourself is a thing. People are upgrading their homes and remodeling, doing all those things. They made $4.02 a share on expectation of three seventy one. dollars What really got me is they did thirty over $38 billion in the quarter. And they were expected to do about $34.5 billion. So what is that? That's a $3.5 billion beat in a quarter. Wow, that's an extra $100 million a, month, a day. Is that right? Yeah. No, not a day because it's 90 days in a quarter. So what is that? I don't know. Whatever. I tried to do math in my head and screwed up. Uh, what else we got? Um, looks like somebody has tried to do an estimate about what it would take to take our supply chains and move them home. Uh, somebody said the U.S. and European face $1 trillion cost to move our uh, supply chains home. And this came from a Bank of America analyst. Um, first off, I think cost is the wrong way to look at it. Second, I don't think we ever move all of our supply chain homes or supply chains back. We need to move some. Again, I go back to what I read that Japan did. I think I read this 90 days ago. Japan is incenting manufacturers to come back, giving them tax advantages and uh, loans and all of that to come home. We should pick the industries like pharmaceuticals, like PPE, like probably some other things, and just get those home already. Um, you know, we have high unemployment, so let's put people to work. So um, it's interesting. Uh, rack space. Amazon uh, make, looks like they want to make an investment in rack space. Uh, Stock shot up 10%. I, for what it's worth, I think Amazon needs to be careful. Um, I don't see Amazon being able to really do a big acquisition uh, through the approval process. Uh, you know, The antitrust, the anti-competitive nature is really going to come out and start to be a no answer for Amazon. So they will likely make investments like this. They'll take a minority stake in Rackspace for whatever millions of dollars, uh, but that's coming. Uh, one big question I have for you is, what do you think of stock splits? We saw a couple here recently, Apple and Tesla. Uh, when I was investing back in uh, you know, 99 and 2000, they were the rave. Uh, you frankly, you, you did what people are doing today, right? The stock, go, you know, stock does a two for one, three for one. You buy more, even though there's no value created. Back when I was trading, you know, you had to do round lots and all those different things. So there was at least some logic. But generally speaking, splitting stocks do not create value for shareholders. 
Uh, so I'm just curious, what do you think? Uh, a lot of new people are jumping in, right? Apple shot up uh, nearly $2 trillion market cap. Tesla, I think it's splitting this week, I think. So um, it is pretty crazy what is going on there. Uh, so is that what I have? Um, oh, the delinquencies, last thing I had is, I was surprised to see the number one market with FHA delinquencies. It's actually New Jersey. That shocked me. I don't know why it shocked me, but it did. Um, yeah, New Jersey. And then next, Nevada, New York, Florida, Hawaii. Um, all, all, all states where there's really a focus on um, tourism, right? Nevada, Vegas, New York, Florida, Hawaii. So kind of makes sense. Uh, but yeah, New Jersey. I wonder why that is. Maybe it's the first time buyer who moves out of New York and goes to New Jersey. I don't know. That did surprise me. 20% late in, in New Jersey, where the national average is 16%. And then I guess lastly, uh, again, sorry, uh, the NBA playoffs started yesterday. Sorry, throwing a little bit of sports. Four games yesterday. Uh, I actually watched a little bit of all four games because I like basketball. Uh, and I just got to say that Porzingis' ejection in the final game was weak, soft. I mean, I grew up watching 90s basketball where a little push was, you know, a love tap and not even a foul uh, to eject him from the game and ultimately give up game one to the uh, L.A. Clippers was a not a good look for the NBA. So in the end, four more games today. I'm really looking for the Lake, looking forward to the Lakers against uh, Portland. That's the game of the night, in my opinion. Uh, I do think it's kind of funny that uh, Giannis is uh, in game one today, 11, 11 a.m. You would think you'd get more respect uh being the uh, in, uh, player of the year, maybe even defensive player of the year. But anyways, I digress. Sorry, sports talk. Uh, that's what I got for you today. I'm going to do another live stream uh, here in a little bit on the top 10 zip codes identified by Realtor.com. I thought it was a very interesting list. Uh, none of them are in California. Many of them are up in the Northeast uh, so we'll, we will see. And, uh, again, I have all 10, we'll go through all 10. We'll, we'll do days on market, give you a little verbiage on each one. Uh, but yeah, I thought it was an interesting list and I wanted to do, um, a call out to the top 10. So at the end, everybody have a wonderful day. Take care of yourself. 